Welcome back to the Not Just a Bikini Girl podcast. This is your host, Jasmine Anderson, and this is the post-show playbook episode. So I did an Instagram poll about a week ago asking whether people wanted to hear about post-show rebound advice or off-season mindset. Now, it was a very, very close call, but I thought considering that we're nearly at the end, well, pretty much at the end of the um, competing season for 2017, I would thought that I would share with you my post-show experiences and what I found was really, really helpful to get me out of post-show the most healthy and most efficient way. So I use something that I created myself called a post-show playbook. Now, when you come out of a post-show, you might be feeling really, really down because you haven't got the placement you want or you might be feeling on top of the world. But regardless of the placement that you've got, you still have the same issue that you need to come out of this post-show coming out as a winner and not coming out feeling defeated or things spiraling out of control so I actually sent this to a few of my bikini uh, competing friends and it really really helped them so I thought that I would share with you this kind of playbook system that I use why it's useful and also if you listen to the end of this podcast I'm going to tell you girls how you can access this playbook for yeah absolutely free I want to be able to spread this playbook around so people can really start to feel mentally strong out of that post-show and not be struggling like I know some girls can. So let's get to it. The first thing is the game plan. Now you need to come out of this show with a game plan. You need to know exactly what you need to be doing after your show. The worst thing that I had a really personal bad experience with was... I got to my show day, my coach went very quiet and I didn't have any post-show kind of game plan. I I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't actually hear off my coach, uh, my ex-coach, until I told them I wasn't going to be working with them anymore. Now, luckily, I had anticipated that this would potentially happen. So I already started working with a different coach, kind of crossing over um about a week from my show week out from my show into post show and this coach gave me a complete game plan um a week before my show saying exactly what I need to be doing depending because when I did my show it was a week before the final so there was an outcome for whether I placed and whether I didn't place now I strongly encourage you to ask your coach for this game plan at least a week before you step on stage because anticipation is key to post-show success. Like you need to know exactly what you're going to be doing and why you're going to be doing it. Having that anticipation and rationalizing. So one thing that's really important is to understand to understand how and why this has been decided for you. Now, it's easy to go through the motions, especially when you're going leading up to your show. You kind of have to go into that robotic mode. Well, whereas when you come out of your post-show, you know, the clouds have kind of gone away and you've got a bit more clarity, but this means that you need to understand exactly why you're doing and understand exactly what you should be doing and why you should be doing it. So understanding that process can put your mind at ease and you're not just eating chicken and rice or whatever you're eating just for the sake of it. You know exactly why you're eating it. You know why calories have gone up by X. You know why fats have gone up instead of carbs. Now this was a I'd say probably six months before my show, I thought, oh, I, I need to have carbs straight out of post-show. And whereas actually, my coach informed me that having fats 
increased is really really important for a female in comparison to having carbs increased because you've already got enough glycogen going around your system because you've obviously had a really good uh post-show treat now having that awareness and that knowledge really helped me settle myself when I came out of my show because I knew exactly why the fats have gone up and it helps you go through the process a bit more engaged mentally with the whole thing the next thing is having awareness now You might have noticed things about yourself a little while back or you might have noticed certain things during your prep that you were kind of concerned about. Maybe you've picked up some really bad um, experiences or relationships with food. Now, what have you noticed about yourself or your body during prep that's going to help you post-show? Now, this can be completely dependent on the person, but I personally noticed that if I didn't get enough sleep, then... I might as well just gone back to bed and not done anything for the whole day because sleep really, really, really does get to me. Now, if you've noticed something about yourself, whether that's positive or negative, coming up to your show and you know, right, this might be a bigger issue or this might be something that I need to take more focus on post-show, then write it down and devise a system and a game plan so you can anticipate if that's going to happen, when it's going to happen, and you know exactly what you need to do to get yourself out of that potentially rough situation. Another thing is be completely real with yourself here. Now, what has been your past experiences with binge eating and food in the past? Have you always had a generally positive relationship with food? Or have you had one that's been related to binge eating cycles or you feel quite emotional when it comes to food? It could be something that, you know, around the time of your period, your cravings go out the window. Now, if this is something that you can see anticipating, you can see happening, then again, write that down and kind of try and dissect and do almost an autopsy over that potential situation. One easy thing is with binge eating, and I would advise this for any girl, and I know it's really contradictory and quite hard because you see this a lot on Instagram, but if you know that having something in the house post-show is going to completely toy with you and you're not going to be able to focus and all you're going to think about is that like chocolate bar in the cupboard, then don't follow the Instagram trend and, you know, fill your whole you know, fill your whole house full of post-show treats. Don't spend like, you know, being two weeks up from your show, going to the supermarket and buying loads of random shit that you want to eat. If you know that's going to be a trigger for you, stop yourself before it gets to that point. Now, there's some girls that can, you know, have something in the house and it doesn't bother them and it doesn't, you know, they haven't got that emotional attachment. Whereas I know personally, if something's in the house, then highly, highly likely that I'm going to be thinking about it quite a lot so I know that when I go for example to the supermarket I need to go when I'm not hungry I need to go when I'm quite chilled and I'm quite zen because if I go in feeling stressed or if I go in feeling hungry then that could potentially affect my choices that I make in that shop which means when I come home I've already I basically created this this situation for myself because I've not put a system in place. So what has been your past experiences with food and with binge eating in the past? And what could you do proactively to stop that from happening as much when you come into your post-show? So the next thing that you should be looking at is what has triggered these experiences in, in the past. As I say, it could be stress. It could be like a preparation or being in a situation that you wasn't expecting. So this goes down again back to anticipation. If you can anticipate that something's maybe going to throw you off track or kind of give you that shock factor, then 
you need to be a bit more aware of it. So what have you done in the past to overcome these difficulties? Now, you might need to set a new goal. You might need to keep yourself really proactive. If you've done something in the past that helps you overcome these difficulties, then tap into that again. Now, I'm going to go back into anticipation here. Apologies, I'm going to go a little bit back and forth. Back down to anticipation. So it's it's like going into your GCSE exams or your A-level exams or any important exam that you've ever had in your life, your driving test, and not preparing, not having done the mock papers, not knowing exactly what you're going into. And that's the same mentality that you, you need to have into this post-show and beyond. And just generally with the competing world, if you're a first-timer, do your research. Make sure that you know exactly what you're going into and the good and the bad. And don't don't lie to yourself about whether you're going to find certain things difficult. You know, going through the fire and facing it head on, you're going to be a lot more mentally stronger instead of just leaving it and leaving it and leaving it thinking, yeah, I'll be fine for this show. I'm still doing a bit of binge eating, but that'll be fine. No, address the binge eating first. Get that managed. Get that under control before you go into your show. So the next thing that I like to tell people is, again, create a bit of a playbook and write down exactly the sort of things that you could be feeling and the sort of potential issues and struggles that you might be facing post-show. So I break this down as the day of the show, pre-stage, how are you going to be feeling? You're going to feel excited, you might be a little bit nervous, and you might be really proud. You'll be on a massive high, you're really busy, you feel amazing, you've got the tan, you've got the makeup. Now, the day of the show, post-stage, depending on how it gone, you might have won, you might be feeling like the dog's bollocks, or you might have not got the place in it you want. Now, this is all goes down to about knowing yourself. I personally anticipated that I was going to be really upset when I didn't get the place in that I want, but actually, I surprised myself here, and I kind of sat back and I thought, okay, didn't get that this time, what do I need to improve on? So, if you know yourself, you can start to anticipate those certain feelings and emotions that you might be having. The day after show, post-show blues is a massive, massive thing that happens in the competing world. So again, this is something you can potentially ask, um, you know, influencers or your competing friends, you know, what, what can I expect the day after the show? How do you feel? How do you overcome this? And how do you rationalize these emotions and these really, you know, up and down feelings that you might be experiencing? The first week after your show, what could you be anticipating then? Typically speaking, some girls really do struggle getting back on track onto a system because they've organised too many social events. So maybe you need to rein it in slightly before you go into into social events off the bat, to be honest. I knew this about myself. I knew that if I went completely the other end, started doing loads of social events all at once, I knew that I could potentially put myself in a very difficult and harmful position in terms of overeating too quickly. So I trickled social plans out a month after my show. I was quite busy with work, um, which I was quite pleased about because it meant that I was slowly going back into a normal life without going full throttle into it and thinking that I would be fine. You know, a month after your show, how could you be feeling? This stage, you might be experiencing you know, difficulties with body image. So one thing that I actually have found was really, really good for me was doing, not doing a photo shoot a week after or a week before my show, but actually doing a photo shoot a month after my show. I had more energy and it was a more attainable look and a look that I actually quite liked. Whereas personally, as much as I love 
the physique that I bring on the stage on the show day a few weeks you know a few weeks before the stage it isn't something that I really to be honest want to be kind of promoting or prancing around because I actually don't enjoy that stage so three months after your show now this depends on whether you're competing again or not but if you've already planned out your whole year of competing then you can fill this part in as well so three months after your show you might be you know getting back to quite you know your abs might have been completely gone write that down because if you know that's coming it's not going to become big as big as a shock to you now when you go into shock mode I've found that's when rational emotions and feelings kind of go out the window in my personal experience so if this is something that you're going to be struggling with then create a system around that now six months after your show what could you potentially be feeling there some girls actually are fine going into into their post-show is actually six months after the show and they kind of completely relax and go loose so knowing yourself is a really again is really key here knowing exactly you know in the past if you felt certain things um from your other competing years and you know anticipate again what you're going to be feeling next thing is what is your support network to overcome certain challenges that you could be experiencing post-show again this might be tapping into you know connections that you've met through um, Instagram or through the competing world you know and just sharing experiences and learning from each other that's like a massive massive thing like we've you know you've, you've got real life experiences in front of you that you could be potentially using and you'll find more more likely than ever people that are happy to help you especially when it comes to post-show so if there's a girl that you know you really like the way that they've overcome um post-show and they've got they seem to have come out quite well ask her what did you do maybe it was a very very small thing like meditating every morning made someone feel really really calm not stressed which meant that they didn't feel stressed for the rest of the day which meant they stuck to their post-show game plan in comparison to you know binge eating or emotionally eating so what is your system for overcoming certain challenges the next thing is being really real with yourself and planning things away from the competing world. Now, as much as the competing industry is fantastic in itself and people getting so much out of it and it's not even, well, you might agree with me here, it's not even the the body that I think is the greatest thing. It's how strong and how much confidence you get being on that stage and knowing, yeah, you've done something here that you a few years ago probably wouldn't even have dreamt of doing now that in itself is fantastic however people get very and I've been very guilty of this myself but got really really sucked into the whole competing life and the world and that's all you focus your life on which is fantastic and you need to do to be honest it needs to become your lifestyle however you need to remember that you have a life outside of competing and you need to be able to balance this long term to really go I believe go for go quite far in the industry so what have you neglected due to your competing commitments this could be a big one social events this could be you might be an absolute arsehole to your boyfriend um, this might have been work has suffered you've not really been able to hit your targets as much as you wanted to you might have missed out on quite a lot of holidays or just birthdays write down exactly what you've been neglecting it could be another passion you know I've got a massive passion for art and painting but that was something that really got cut a lot when I was competing so 
what else is going on in your life aside from competing and what do you need to focus on aside from your competing goals now that you're out of your post-show? Now, I'm not saying that you need to do a whole 180, scrap competing, completely go whatever, but it's now you've got that spare time. Hopefully your cardio is coming down at this point. It's really filling that time with things that really resonate with you and really make you really passionate and really energetic and really want you to kind of focus now this again will be really really helpful if you're struggling post-show instead of focusing on the food element it's focusing on something else in your life now we all have something aside from competing that we can do for hours and hours and hours and not even think about anything else like think about the amount of times that you've done something and then you've not, you've been so engrossed because you're so passionate and connected to this task or hobby or event or person that everything else goes completely out the window. So if you know what that is, then maximize and take advantage of that, of knowing that about yourself and use that in your post-show playbook and use that to your advantage. I was doing a crap load of painting when I came out of my post-show because it was something that I didn't I wasn't thinking about food I wasn't thinking about training and it was just clarity it was complete zen for me and nothing mattered apart from painting and you know making sure that I created the best canvas art that I could do maybe that's something that you could tap into so having awareness of that will really really help you maintain that balance and you know, having an all-round quality of life instead of just having competing. Now, this probably sounds like I hate competing. Don't get me wrong. I love this sport. It's the weirdest sport ever, but it's fucking brilliant. Let's be honest here. You do things that you didn't even think were possible, and the bikinis are pretty nice. However, I'm going to be completely honest and say that competing isn't the only thing in my life, and it shouldn't be the only thing in your life either, because there will come a point that you know, you might have a family, you might have a business, you might have a house to, to to paint, I don't know, but having that balance is really, really going to be a long-term um, investment, not just a short-term. So who close to you do you need to thank and show your appreciation to, and how are you going to do this? I was, looking back, I was a nightmare to live with. I would take about 15 minutes to do the dishwasher, and um, I was very untidy and I was I'm not saying that I was the worst bikini competitor to be um, but I probably wasn't the best either so if there's someone that you've really really leaned on and you know having that support network is so so important and I'm very grateful and fortunate in the fact that I have a boyfriend that is in the industry and kind of gets it on a more deeper level but you know, if there's someone that's really, really helped you when you've really been struggling, when you've really had a hormonal moment, or, you know, just generally, if someone's really, really helped you, then let them know. And don't just go, oh, thanks. Like, thanks a lot for doing that. Really show them and, you know, make them know how much that meant to you. Because it's very easy to become, you know, very self-absorbent when you compete. It's a natural thing. Obviously, it's not a team sport here. But, having that network around you and really showing how much you appreciated their support long term will really help you because if they know and they start to understand the process a lot better because you're taking up taking them on that journey and you show them how much that meant to you then it means that when you come to this again they're going to be a lot more knowledgeable they're going to be able to help you which obviously means you might be able to do an extra few hours of posing a week or you might be able to get an extra few hours of sleep now that all 
over time start to accumulate and yeah I I took my boyfriend me and my boyfriend decided to go away me and my boyfriend decided to go away to the south of France which was amazing and I made sure that I was just like the nicest girlfriend like I wasn't moaning at him and I just thought no I need to do this because that's what it's, it's a give and take it's definitely a give and take and it's um and it's something that you don't want to you don't want to go into the sport and people think that's all you think about because you know family matters relationship matters and connections matter so I really really do hope you girls have enjoyed this and I hope that's covered everything and I hope that's helped some of you start to think about this post-show kind of process and how you can really really maximize on every single opportunity that you've got right now in order to come out of post-show not just physically strong but mentally strong now there's been a lot that I've covered in this podcast, but what I can do is I can give you guys this post-show playbook that I've been talking about, which covers pretty much everything that I spoke about in this episode, but more on a PDF that you guys can fill out yourselves, print out, stick on your fridge, and start to get ready for, it's going, you know, take this post-show is an extension of the contest prep, and you know, contest prep, is difficult but it's fun at the same time you will learn things along the way that you can do better and that things that will help you in in the future now take the post show exactly the same process and don't think of it as this scary thing think of it as just another chapter and another fun obstacle that you need to tackle if you guys want to get hold of this playbook then you can either email me on not just a bikini goal at outlook.com or I think I'm going to put this as a PDF that you can just easily download onto the website, which is www.notjustabikinigirl.com. If you guys really, really do find this useful and you want me to create something else um, surrounding the kind of competing world, then please let me know. The only thing that I really ask if you guys have the time, I know everyone's really busy, is if you could just leave a review on the podcast, that would be amazing. That would mean so much to me. So once again, thank you so much for listening. I hope you found this useful. If there's any questions at all, if anyone wants me to go over anything in particular with themselves or on a podcast, then please let me know. This has been not just a Bikini Girl podcast. This has been your host, Jasmine Anderson. And thank you so much for listening. And um, yeah, I'll see you guys in the next one.